the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a great morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us as we get started at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Thursday, the uh, what is it? Twenty? I'm sorry, thirteenth morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. Get a little bit thrown off when I do a late show, uh, doing the Larry Elder show last night. Remarkable, remarkable conversation yesterday with Peter Kersenow on uh, the results of New Hampshire, the way, pathway forward on the election, uh, the danger and the threat, and the uh, quite simple. Simply the um, fear of a socialist nominee on one of the two major parties. Did you ever think we would be there? Did you ever think we would arrive at a place in our country after watching what socialism and communist communism have done, killing tens, if not, uh, I guess if you add them all up, honestly, hundreds of millions of people throughout history. Did you ever think that the United States of America would have one of its two primary parties, one of its two major parties, actually nominate a socialist to turn the United States from a free market capitalist utopia into a socialist nation? We're on the precipice of that. Peter Kirsten had a great, great commentary on that last night. If you missed the Larry Elder show, that was uh, probably a mistake. You might want to go ahead and go on to LarryElder.com and uh, download the podcast from that one and listen. It was really, really good stuff. But this morning, we are going to pivot away from presidential politics just a bit. Yeah, why? Two reasons. Number one, Roger Stone and his trial have taken over the news cycle. Not just his trial, but the recommended sentencing guidelines and, more importantly, Corruption in the appointment of jurors in the Roger Stone trial as the left loses its collective mind, or shall I say collectivist minds, uh, but kind of both are appropriate. They are. 
They are going ballistic now that William Barr, the Attorney General of the United States of America, the head of the Justice Department, the top cop, has intervened in a recommended, prosecutorial recommended, seven to nine year prison sentence for a former Trump associate and advisor, Roger Stone. Seven to nine years they wanted to lock this guy up for a nonviolent crime. The President of the United States weighed in on Twitter, as you know, and said this is insanity, this is completely unfair, pointing out correctly that there are murderers and there are rapists who don't get seven to nine years, let alone people who are convicted of things like lying to Congress, which happens on a regular basis with no prosecution, let alone heavy-handed sentencing. So uh, the left has gone crazy because the president intervened on Twitter, and then Attorney G- uh, General Barr, the top cop, intervened with the prosecutors and said, "Yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be knocking that down from a recommended seven to nine to somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four, which might even still be strong." Four prosecutors resigned, and the left is going ballistic, calling for a impeachment of the Attorney General William Barr and or B, another bite at the impeachment apple of Donald John Trump. So we're going to hit this. I'm going to tell you all about the scandal uh, involving the juror. The other reason we're going to steer away from presidential politics today, uh, even though what that is sort of kind of, um, I guess, baked into the, uh, into the pie as far as um, uh, what we're going to talk about and, and the left losing their mind. A lot of the presidential candidates are, are using this to hit Trump. So it is presidential pol- politicking in some manner. But we're going to steer away from that directly because we are going to once again ask for your assistance today. We had tremendous success last year when we had a day. We devoted a good portion of our show um, to Heartbeat International, which, of course, as you know, is a pro-life, anti-abortion organization working on behalf of unexpectant mothers and unborn babies. Uh, and they just have done remarkably great things uh, for the cause of life. Today, we are going to take up the same approach for another wonderful organization dedicated to saving the lives of unborn babies and to changing the minds and the hearts and the lives of expectant mothers. We're going to be talking with a guest from Preborn, which is, again, a 501c3 organization dedicated to this by way of providing ultrasounds free of charge to impoverished expectant mothers to try to show them what their baby looks like and to try to get them to reconsider decisions that they may be making to abort their children. Scott Wilder is in studio with us, who will join us in just a few minutes to talk about uh, preborn, uh, what it is. And I encourage you to go to our website and click on the banner ad at the top of the page, whkradio.com, and you will see uh, the top of the page, a great big banner ad talking about ultrasounds preventing abortions and asking for your help. Preborn, save babies and souls, uh, is, um, is doing just God's work. I mean, quite literally, uh, you know, I don't preach because I'm not qualified. Uh, but I do believe in God, and I do believe he is listening. And I do believe that um, when we implore his help and when we act on his behalf here on uh, in our own lives, um, I believe miracles happen. And that's what preborn is all about. Pregnant girls and women who see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life, and we're going to try to make that happen as much as humanly possible uh, with the assistance of preborn. So because of that, we are going to ask you to do two things. Go to the website. And I'm going to ask you, if you are interested in saving babies' lives, and I'm going to do this multiple times throughout the day, I'm going to ask you to uh, click on that banner ad and go directly to the donation page and see if you can indeed donate to help save babies' lives. Let me give you a little hint. 
$140, if you can donate that, tax deductible, will save five babies' lives. It's just that simple. The statistics are provable. Uh, your gift of $140 provides free ultrasound sessions for five young women in unplanned, unexpected pregnancies, and 80% of women will choose life when they see ultrasound images of their babies. Please uh, consider donating, and we'll talk more about that as we go this morning because we do want to save babies' lives. So uh, going to get a quick time out now, and uh, we're going to come back and talk more uh, about what happened in the Roger Stone trial-slash-sentencing and the corruption the uh, foreperson for the jury in the Roger Stone trial who was allowed to be on that jury despite what is supposed to have happened, voir the witnesses, or voir if you will, the witnesses, in other words, vetting, uh, not the witnesses, the potential jurors, rather, vetting the potential jurors to make sure that there is what the law requires, a fair and impartial jury sitting in judgment of, a, of an American citizen, in this case, Roger Stone. The foreperson of the jury was anything but fair and impartial. How deep is it? How deep is that corruption? Who is she? What is she? I'll explain that on the other side of this time out, and then we'll talk to Scott Wilder of Preborn as we ask for your help today to save babies' lives. Continuing on AM 1420, the answer right after this. We continue. Good Thursday to you. AM 1420, The Answer. we got Dr. Everett Piper coming up in about an hour, a little less than an hour. You're going to want to hear from the good doctor this morning. Um, I want to hit this before I get into preborn, and we talk to our guest in studio. Uh, I want you to hear how wildly, uh, insanely out of control the Democrats are uh, over Attorney General William Barr deciding to um, express his opinion to the prosecutors, uh, the federal prosecutors who wanted to sentence, who offered sentencing guidelines to the judge of seven to nine years in prison. Uh, Democrats uh, exploding over Democrats this. are furious, accusing President Trump of outrageous conduct, suggesting he pressured the Justice Department on behalf of his friend Roger Stone's sentencing. Connecticut Democrat Senator Richard Blumenthal says this is serious misconduct. The President of the United States is shattering any pretense to independence and integrity on the part of the Department of Justice. Attorney General Barr is expected to testify before the Democrat-led House Judiciary Committee on March 31st. At this point, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham, a South Carolina Republican, is not expected to call a similar special hearing. All right, I, I, I just wanted you to hear Blumenthal speaking. You've heard Warren talking about the impeachment of Barr and a new impeachment against Trump over this, et cetera. And I want to give you a flip side of that, a different point of view from former Republican Congressman Trey Gowdy, now working as a Fox News contributor. Prosecutors don't send its people. Presidents don't send its people. Fox News commentators don't send its people. Judges do. And we give them life yeah. tenure so they can make these calls. But the notion that Bill Barr should resign is about the dumbest damn thing I have ever heard. If a United States senator really believes that the head of the Department of Justice cannot weigh in on what a proportional sentence is, I mean, there are child pornographers who don't get nine years, Martha. There are people who rob banks that don't get nine years. So let the judge decide. I, I think two or three years is, is, is about right. Problem is, what is the judge going to do now that we have evidence that the judge... 
may indeed be, let's just say, morally questionable, if not outright corrupt. What do we, what do we mean by that? Here's what we mean by that. The foreperson of the jury that sat uh, in judgment of Roger Stone is a former Democrat congressional candidate, a former Democrat congressional candidate who has made many public statements prior to this Stone case and her place on a jury criticizing and condemning both Donald Trump and Donald Trump supporters, calling them racists publicly, suggesting that anybody who supports President Trump is a racist because he, in her opinion, is a racist. That's a little bit of a problem. How and why? Well, quite obviously, if this juror who somehow made uh, made her way onto, her name is Tamika Hart, made her way onto that jury and somehow was appointed four person, despite all of that public knowledge about her bias and her previous congressional run as a Democrat, if that person can make it to the jury, the in, the fairness of the entire uh, trial process is in question. How can a judge allow that to happen? How could a judge allow uh, the, uh, an impartial juror like that to sit in judgment of somebody that she would deem to be a Trump-supporting racist, as she has stated publicly about all Trump supporters? Here's what we know. she ha- The reason she is kind of rising to the... Uh, forefront of this entire affair, rather than just it being about Bill Barr, Donald Trump, and critical Democrats, is Tomika Hart spoke out in support of the four federal prosecutors who resigned uh, their uh, posts after the Attorney General suggested that their 7-9 to nine, uh, year recommendation was far too harsh. She stood up and wrote in a Facebook post, quote, I want to stand up for Aaron Zelensky, Adam Jed, Michael Morando, and Jonathan Kravis the prosecutors in the Roger Stone trial. The government lawyers, as I said, quit. And Tamika Hart said that it was disgraceful that the attorney general would step in to something that they had control over. It pains me to see, this is a quote from her Facebook page, it pains me to see the DOJ now interfere with the hard work of the prosecutors. They acted with the utmost intelligence, integrity, and respect for our system of justice, end quote. She went on to say, quote, as four-person, I made sure we went through every element of every charge matching the evidence presented in the case that led us to return a conviction of guilty on all seven counts. The problem is, she may, the prosecutors may or may not have acted with the utmost intelligence, integrity, and respect for our system of justice, but the judge didn't by allowing this woman to be a part of the jury. Again, she is now being identified as being a failed Democrat congressional candidate who has expressed public disdain and disgust for Donald Trump and his supporters, of which Roger Stone would be considered one. Um, and, and her clear and implicit bias against Trump supporters should have disqualified her from the jury pool, let alone from making her the person who directed the jury as its foreperson. CNN first reported on uh, uh, Tamika Hart's post, but did not note that she was a Democrat, did not note that she was uh, a Democratic congressional candidate, and refused to publish her Twitter feed, which, of course, numerous other accounts or uh, media outlets, I should say, have done. Her Twitter account is littered with anti-Trump bias and anti-Trump supporter hatred. So the Roger Stone case is is driving Democrats bananas because of what they see as impartial treatment by the Justice Department on behalf of Roger Stone. 
I would submit to you any reasonable objective analysis of this would be that President Trump and Roger Stone should be the ones who should be outraged because of the impartial treatment of the defendant by the judge who allowed her to be there and by her actions uh, in and of themselves. Not to mention the decision of these prosecutors to uh, recommend a sentence that, as President Trump said, murderers, child, uh, Trey Gowdy said, child pornographers, rapists, often don't get seven to nine years. All right, so I want you to chew on that, and I want to get your responses to that at 216-901-0945. And I want to bring our guest uh, who is in the studio under the air with us, Scott Wilder, hmm. uh, is uh, 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 representing Preborn Saving Babies and Saving Souls, a wonderful charitable organization whose dedication is to saving babies' lives through providing mothers, expectant mothers who may be considering abortion, with an opportunity to see their baby in the womb through ultrasound. Scott, thank you so much for coming into our studio on a snowy day. I uh, appreciate that. <laughs> How are you, sir? Uh, very well, Bob. It, it, and it, yeah, the snow is something I'm not used to as a native Texan. I uh, we get <laughs> we we get this kind of flirting about once a year, but that's about all we get. And well, so, but it's beautiful though. I love being here. Love being with you. And we appreciate the time to be with you. Well, you know what it is, Scott. It's pretty. It is beautiful to look at. It's mm-hmm. just not fun to drive in. That's no, all. <laughs> no, it's true. That's true. It creates havoc with our roadways, yeah. and that's the only problem. But, uh, but yeah, it certainly is. And we welcome you. We'll indoctrinate you as an official Northeast Ohio <laughs> by making you go outside and do a snow angel. All right, <laughs> Scott. Let's talk about preborn. Yeah. Um, and and first of all, tell us about the organization, yeah. how it got started, and how you came to be involved in. Yeah, preborn has been around for over a decade, and the the president of preborn is a guy named Dan Steiner. This is a guy who uh, was very successful uh, in the trucking business. I mean, very high up in national over-the-road trucking business. He wasn't a driver. He was managed uh, the company. And uh, he, he had a religious epiphany. He came to the Lord. He got, became a Christian. And he started getting up about uh, two hours early every single day and would just get up and contemplate and pray and meditate and those kinds of things before the day began. And he just got on fire for the uh, life issue. And wondered, what is the most effective thing I could do? You know, there are protests. You got to get the politics. You know, is it all about the Supreme Court? Is it about who's the White House? Is it about whether over the House and the Senate? Is it about banning things? Is it about... And he, he finally concluded that the most effective, immediate thing you could do is to provide an ultrasound, understanding that a girl or a woman who hears her baby's heartbeat, uh, everything changes for them. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why the, the truth is so powerful. The truth yeah. of the heartbeat is so powerful because the lie that it's not a baby has been so pervasive. That is why it is so powerful. So in some weird way, the effectiveness and the efficiency of the lie that girls and women have been told for years and years and years by their, the people they follow on Facebook, the people they follow on Instagram, you know, the influencers, those kinds of people, maybe the, the people that they buy the pop music from or these days, I guess nobody buys music. You rent it or borrow it or stream it. Uh, so those people that have influenced them, that has been a lie. And they, of course, have been lied to, too. So when they hear that heartbeat, everything changes. And so what I like to say is you, know, you can introduce a girl or a woman to her baby for the first time today. You get to be that person. You can provide the first picture she's ever going to have of her baby. Out of all the pictures she's going to have, you know, the first uh, steps and the first tooth loss, the first grade, the first date, the first dance, the first car, the very first picture she's ever going to have is the one you can provide when you provide that ultrasound picture today. So we're going to do that today. I wonder if about 100 here in the next couple hours. 
I uh, can bear witness to that. Um, both of the, uh, well, we have many, many photo albums of our two children, but the first uh, uh, photo albums for each child, you're exactly right. On page one, the first photo is the ultrasound photo, and it is the first photo we ever had, and the first time we ever got to see, and it is a life-changing moment when you realize and you see the life that is growing inside of the expectant mother, and it is so important. What We're going to talk so much about, uh, we're going to get testimonials from women whose lives were changed because they saw the uh, uh, the ultrasound and they chose instead of aborting their baby to give their baby a chance to live whether they could raise the child on their own or not or they gave the child to another wonderful adoptive family who's looking to complete their uh, their household uh, with a with a child uh, that's what it is all about is giving babies a chance and just twenty eight dollars twenty eight dollars I mean, honestly, think about what you spend $28 on in a month um, and how easy this would be to save the life of a baby by providing the baby's mother with an ultrasound view of that child in the womb. $28 will save that baby's life. $140 will do this for five babies and five mothers. And here's what I want you to do. Please call this phone number. We are looking to get at least a couple hundred donations uh, to save a couple hundred babies by the time we're done today. And it's very simple. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go online to our webpage, as I mentioned, whkradio.com. Click on the banner ad at the top of the page for preborn, providing ultrasounds for moms to help them understand that that baby inside of them is theirs and uh, that baby wants a chance at life. Please donate now. We need a $28 donation if you want to save one baby, $140 for five babies or anywhere in between. So please join us in this very important campaign, which we will continue right after the news on AM 1420, The Answer. Thirty-six. We continue on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Don't forget, we've got Doctor Everett Piper going to be joining us at ten ten this morning for his regular weekly visit. But um, before we talk about other issues in the news today and other political issues, I want to give you an opportunity to hear from somebody whose life was changed by the organization that we are working with today on an extraordinarily important donor campaign to save babies' lives. When I first thought that I was pregnant, I was having a lot of issues at work, so it really was not a great time to be pregnant, if you will, and it wasn't planned, and I wasn't married, and I was terrified, and I didn't know what to do, you know, so the first things at that point in my life, I was like, I don't, what am I going to do as a child, you know, I was I was 24, I think, and I, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do with the baby, you know, at that time, my dad was in jail, actually, and he was coming off of being on drugs most of my life. I was trying to get ready for him to come home and help him stay clean, and that was like my main focus was work and my father. So now I got a baby on the way. I was thinking about getting an abortion. I mean, I was devastated. I didn't know. I didn't know how to deal with not keeping a child. I didn't let alone. You know, I wasn't even ready for one. I was just an emotional wreck. And um, eventually, I, I made an appointment with her, and I came in, and I had an ultrasound. And when I came in, and I heard the heartbeat for the first time, that changed everything. Like, I mean, when you. You know, you don't think about anything like that. You're only really thinking about yourself until you hear that heartbeat. And then you know that's somebody else's life in there, you know. So, um, when I heard her heartbeat, I decided to keep her. And now my daughter's about to be three. When I got to hear how strong her heartbeat was, I was like, I felt like she was supposed to be here. You know, and it didn't matter what anybody else told me. It didn't matter if 
you know, people were like, well, you can't afford a baby right now. What are you going to do with a child? And none of that mattered anymore. You know what I'm saying? All that mattered was that I was blessed with the ability to carry a life inside of my body. And that baby was supposed to be here for something. You know, to me, the ultrasound was the best part because up until that point, I did not think about anything but myself. I did not think about the blessing that I was given, what was inside of me. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that was perfect. Going through the whole process was beautiful, you know, and I had to go pretty much to everything by myself, but it was still amazing because I wasn't by myself. I still had someone with me all the time on top of God. I have my child, you know. I don't know where my life would be without her. And if I could ever tell anybody to, you know, think again, or maybe, you know, if you don't know where the money's going to come from, because in the midst of all of that, I ended up losing my job. Um, so I had no money coming in. And it actually, my unemployment stopped. Um, a week before I had her, I think. So I had no money, literally. By the grace of God, I got a room full of furniture. I have stuff that I've gotten at the baby shower that I still have to this day at three years old. Blessings come from kids being here. And you'd be surprised what you can, what will happen in the way the, the doors that God will swing open for you if you just let him do his thing, you know? Like for me, I got to hear how strong that heartbeat was and how solid it was and how immovable it was. Like there was nothing I could do to make that not happen unless I went against God to will, you know, will for me. Blessings come from children being here is what she said. And uh, I think that is so powerful and it is so very true. Um and the other part of that that I take away is the heartbeat. She talked about the ultrasound being the difference maker, and then especially when she was able to watch, and you see that on an ultrasound, you can see the child's beating heart, and to hear the heartbeat. Uh, that's why so many of us were so proud to push for and support Ohio's heartbeat law, which uh, was passed, um, and is law in the state of Ohio. It is so very important. And uh, Scott Wilder back with us now in studio. Scott is a representative of Preborn, which is the organization we are raising funds for today. Scott, a lot of people will hear a story like that, and yeah. um, and and it will move them, and a lot of other people will be moved uh, to actually act. How how do we get people hmm. who call programs like mine on a regular basis when pro life issues are raised in the news? When a governor Northam in Virginia says not only should the uh, baby be allowed to be aborted right before birth, maybe even if it survives the abortive procedure, mm. it is born alive. Then the mom can talk to the doctor and uh, and and the two of them can decide whether or not they want to. They're going to save the life of the child laying on the table next to her. Mm-hmm. When when. People call and complain and express outrage at those things. I, I'm glad. I, I love to hear their passion. But now it's time for them to act. How do we take? How do we move them from passionate feelings yeah. to I'm going to open up my wallet. I'm yeah. going to open up my heart, and I'm going to try to save these babies. Well, it's a really good question, and I, and I think it's easy to make uh, make noise. Uh, but what this does is makes a difference. That's yeah. really what we're talking about here. And the, the young lady, we were actually with her uh, in Houston about a year ago when we were recording those things. And uh, she brought up two really important points. Number one, it's a long-term relationship. You heard her say something about uh, it, uh, three years later, I still have this crib or whatever it was she had. Yeah, from her baby shop. Uh, so that's number one. It's a long-term relationship. In some cases, it's a two-year-long mentoring. Uh, the other thing is it's so much more than just that one decision to choose life. It's maternity clothes. It's baby clothes. It's cribs. It's diapers. It's formula. It's baby wipes. It's 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 uh, even assistance in getting their GED. You know the, the pro life community sometimes has come under uh, fire, and uh, rightly so in in some cases. 
that, that well, you guys just care about that one decision. And what are you going to do once the baby's born? Well, preborn has been doing this uh, uh, year after year after year. Uh, it's so much more than that. It's a two-year-long mentoring process, as I mentioned. And the other thing we should probably tell you is that what we raise here stays here. I mean, everything we raise today is for the greater Cleveland area. It is for the people right here. So not a single dime, not a penny goes anywhere except providing ultrasounds today. So $140 uh, provides five ultrasounds, $280 provides 10, 560 provides 20. Uh, we want to do today, we want to do about $2,800. That, that is that is 100 ultrasounds, knowing that if you will just provide that ultrasound for a girl or a woman, uh, everything can change, as you have heard, as you will hear uh, today. We'll tell you a little bit even more this afternoon. I, I would just say, uh, if you want to be effective, it's not going to happen by banning everything. Uh, there are lots of things that are banned that still take place. We're talking about a change of the heart. That's what we're talking about. So when you hear these stories of a girl or a woman who was headed one direction, they went back the other way, that's a heart issue. That's not a law issue. It's a heart issue. I remember the story of a, of a young girl who was going to uh, her boyfriend, uh, took her to Planned Parenthood. And she, he was, being the man that he was, he waited out in the car while she went in to get the abortion. And she went in and she said, I first want to find out how far along I am. I don't know. And I'd like to get one of those tests, those ultrasounds or those uh, sonograms. And at Planned Parenthood, they said, we don't do that for you. We'll do it for the person doing the procedure so they'll know what they're doing. But uh, we don't do that for you. We don't show those for you. And she had heard, she knew of a pre-born facility that provided these for free. And she went back out of the parking lot, told her boyfriend, we'll come back, we'll get the abortion, but I want to see what I'm looking at first. Um, and they wouldn't do it in there. So they drove to the pre-born center. Again, he stayed in the, in the car, in the parking lot. She went inside. She saw the heartbeat. Or saw, her, saw the baby, heard the heartbeat, her eyes filled with tears. She said, I don't know what I'm going to do. My boyfriend's waiting to take me back to Planned Parenthood. And they said, well, let's bring her in. Bring him in. Brought the boyfriend in. He came in, hands in his pocket, not really interested at all in what he was about to see. He saw the uh, baby. He heard the heartbeat. And his eyes filled with tears. And he held her hand. And he said, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. But I know what we're not going to do. We're not going to get an abortion today. And we hear those stories again and again and again. So when you call that number at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, you are assisting a woman by giving her the truth in a world that wants to lie to her. Simply let her have the truth. She'll decide what she's going to decide, but she deserves to have the truth, and that's what you're providing for her today. Scott Wilder is our guest in our studio um, with Preborn. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said, and that was phenomenal. Um, I'm going to start by what you said in the middle of that uh, commentary, and that is the uh, fact that the funds that are raised today, these all stay in Cleveland. They know you're from Dallas. You mentioned you're a native Texan and you're seeing snow. You don't get that very often. <laughs> the money isn't going to Texas. The money isn't going to Dallas. The money is going to save the lives of babies in Cleveland, right here in our listening area. That's where the money will go. So it stays when you donate $28 to save a baby's life by providing an ultrasound to the mother. When you donate $140 to save five lives for five women uh, and expectant mothers, uh, and and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there, Scott. Um, for those who have the means, for those who are high earners or perhaps business owners, um, if you are able to make a tax-deductible donation of $15,000, you can actually provide an ultrasound machine that will save countless lives in the years to come. 
uh, for preborn facilities to actually give and provide these ultrasounds to women. So that's obviously not all of us. That's not me. I couldn't do that. But for those who can and those who do have those means, we want you to consider that today because you can save lives into, you know, in perpetuity. I mean, really forever. Um, and the other thing, Scott, I wanted to kind of hit on that you just pointed out is the fact that the abortion services providers, which still somehow, some way, uh, which is inconceivable to me, receiving federal funding to provide their quote unquote services, and I speak of Planned Parenthood have a vested interest in denying those ultrasounds to the women before they agree to the procedure. Sure. Because of what you just said and the sure. the testimonial we just played and, and and the boyfriend that you were talking about. Because when people, when women, and, and, and even if the, if the fathers of their babies are, are with them, when they see that ultrasound, it changes their lives. And Planned Parenthood isn't in the, in, in the business of saving babies. They're in the business of making money. And where does their money come from? From a board of procedures and i think that's a really powerful message that you share yeah you know today we can make a a huge difference and and i know that you know it's a political issue i understand that and and many of us i'm a child of the 60s so by 1973 i was uh i was coherent i knew what was going on and and early on you know i I looked at all the different ways that i might stand for life and uh some of for me felt like just making noise uh but but this is really making a difference because it really is a heart issue and a girl or a woman who hears that heartbeat, uh, they then will say, yeah, I remember one, one young lady said, you know, when I walked into that place, before I got my free ultrasound, uh, I walked in that pr- place and uh, I, I was called Mary. And when I saw the baby and when I heard the heartbeat, I knew that now I'm going to be called mom, uh, that that's my baby and I'm her mother. And everything changed. And it didn't matter what anybody else said to me after that. I knew what the truth was. And I just think, you know, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, uh, everybody deserves to have the truth. A lot of We hear a lot of times people saying, well, you know, trust science, trust science, trust science. Well, this is science. And That's right. This, this is the truth of what's going on in a girl's body. And, and you know, this is not just, a, you know, a procedure you can have done, you know, during a lunch hour. This is major surgery. And uh, when a girl decides to have an abortion and uh, the lie that she's been told uh, that it's not a baby uh, has contributed to uh, countless girls and women who... Uh, and, and men who in the future uh, would say, I wish I'd known more back then. So today, that's right. you, you can not, not only save the life of a baby, but you're rescuing a mom. Uh, you know, we're coming up on uh, the springtime, Easter, and Mother's Day is not so far away. Can you imagine a girl right now finding out that she's pregnant and being desperate, hasn't told anybody or family, had he maybe even told the father of the baby, has no idea what to do. And uh, you can provide that truth for her so that a year from now, uh, she can celebrate this time of year as she looks toward Easter and looks toward Mother's Day uh, in a different way rather than having uh, a memory that will be with her for the rest of her life. So, yes, you're saving a baby, and you're also rescuing a mother by giving her the truth. Very, very well said. Scott Wilder is our guest in studio. He is with Preborn. Preborn is saving babies' lives through the providing of these ultrasounds, these opportunities for mothers, expectant mothers, unplanned mothers, and maybe even fathers to to see their babies, to understand. When I was, when I was a younger man, Scott, I, I bought it. I, I, I didn't believe. I mean, they said it was a blob of protoplasm. They said it was a clump of cells. And, you know, pretty much, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe later on you can start to see that it actually becomes a baby. But early on, it's not. It's just a, it's just a blob. 
Um, but this is truth. This is, uh, you know, science uh, proves that that life really truly does begin when that baby is conceived. Um, and its a development is faster than so many people ever would know. And you really can't tell that sometimes until you see through the technology the opportunity to do that. Uh, so here's what I want to say. <clears throat> And I hit this hard whenever the opportunity comes up to raise money for pro-life causes. I want to remind you that those who wish to kill babies get government funding. Those who wish to save babies do not. Okay? Uh, and, and like Scott said, it's political. There's pro-life versus pro-choice. And everybody can have their own opinion. But what's really unfair is that the government of the United States is not able and allowed to provide funding for pro-life services. They can't provide funding um, for ultrasounds to help women make up their minds to save lives, but they do provide funding, your tax dollars and mine, for, for organizations like Planned Parenthood, whose goal is to make money by killing babies. So what do we do? The government won't fund the life-saving opportunities, so we must do it in their stead. They take our money in the form of taxes to kill babies. It is our duty to say we're going to spend our money voluntarily to save them. And that's what we're asking you to do today. 833-850-BABY. That's the number to call. Donate $28 to save a life. Donate $56. I'm going to do math really badly here, I'm sure, to save two babies. Uh, donate, what would that be, $112 to save four babies, and $140 will save five babies by providing ultrasounds to those expectant mothers, these young girls and sometimes women who just wouldn't know otherwise uh, what they are carrying inside of them. So please help us. Donate online at our webpage, whkradio.com, or by phone at 833-850-2229. We'll be right back. WHKRadio.com. That's the website. That is where you will find a banner ad for Preborn. This is our donor campaign issue. We are trying to raise money to help save babies' lives. We have people who call uh, my program on a fairly regular basis who talk about uh, things that they do, which are wonderful, um, taking actions, not just uh, getting on the radio and calling, but I have people call me and say, hey, we get together on Saturdays and we uh, go to a, a mass service at 7 or 7.30 and then we go down to the local um, uh, baby butcher's shop, which is kind of how they refer to it, and we stand outside uh, and we pray for those walking in. They don't harass, they don't protest, they don't do anything graphic, they just pray for the souls of the women walking in and for the babies that they are carrying. And um, that's, a, that's a wonderful way to help. Uh, but sometimes it takes even a step beyond that. You've got to reach into your wallet, you've got to reach in, uh, to your purse, and you've got to find the money to help give these women something more than just your prayers. Give them something to see, tangible, uh, that lets them know what they are about to do and uh, makes them rethink this. 80% of women who see ultrasounds, according to the statistics provided by Preborn, 80% of women who see ultrasounds of their babies before making a decision on abortion or life choose life. It is that important. So please call uh, 833-850-BABY. To make your donation or log on to our webpage, whkradio.com, click on the preborn banner at the top, and then uh, that'll take you right to the donation page. Just plug in your credit card. If you can save one baby for $28, two for 56 and all the way up as much as you can, uh, it is certainly welcome. Uh, I want to hit this before the top of the hour because it's a short segment here. 
Going back to the top news story of the day, Democrats calling for the re-impeachment of Donald Trump or maybe at least the impeachment of uh, uh, Attorney General William Barr, who has intervened with the four federal prosecutors who presided over a trial of Roger Stone, a former Trump associate, and recommended seven to nine years in prison for nonviolent crimes, including lying to Congress, which is done on a regular basis oftentimes lying in Congress by members of Congress, and there are no punishments whatsoever. Uh, but uh, this corrupt trial had a former Democrat candidate for Congress, an outspoken anti-Trump and anti-Trump supporter ad- activist who was uh, uh, the foreperson of the uh, jury. Well, Attorney General William Barr saw all of it and stepped in and said, no, we're not going to be recommending seven to nine years. We're going to recommend to the judge three to four years. The question is, is what will the judge do? So at any rate, what I want to share with you is President Trump's reaction. As a reporter questions him about his decision to perhaps influence the, the Attorney General with a tweet expressing his disdain for the prosecutor's recommended sentencing, And they asked President Trump, didn't you learn anything from your impeachment trial? The answer from the president went viral, and with very good reason. Lisa Murkowski, moments ago, Lisa Murkowski earlier said that you shouldn't have gotten involved with the Roger Stone case. She said it's just bad. Some Republicans have said they hoped you would learn a lesson from impeachment. What lesson did you learn from impeachment? Uh, That the Democrats are crooked. They've got a lot of crooked things going. That they're vicious, uh, that uh, they shouldn't have brought impeachment, Anything and that my poll numbers are 10 points higher because of fake news like NBC, which reports the news very inaccurately, probably more inaccurately than CNN, if that's possible. The president has dropped a nuclear bomb on the press circuit. It's a press conference yesterday. Lisa Murkowski, one of the members of your own party, said you shouldn't have gotten involved in the Roger Stone sentencing by tweeting that. Uh, they want to know, didn't you learn anything from your impeachment? Sure did. I learned that Democrats are crooked and that they shouldn't have done this because my t- poll po- or my uh, uh, polling is 10 points higher because of impeachment. So, yeah, I learned a lot. Uh, thank you very much. That is just classic master... A grandmaster level trolling of the mainstream liberal press from the president of the United States. He truly is a grandmaster. He knows how to troll them. He knows how to trigger them. And his answer was, in my opinion, sublime. We'll talk more about that and uh, also talk more about preborn and your opportunity to save lives today through our very extraordinarily important donor campaign for preborn. Get, again, get on the webpage. Learn more. We're teaching you here, but learn more at whkradio.com. Click on the preborn banner ad, and we're back with Dr. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.